The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. 9.20, as I mentioned, you are with the Jet Set Breakfast. How's it? I'm Michelle Constant. So we've been talking about it this uh, few hours. Uh, the What has the word or single phrase or word been to define the past 12 months? Now, the lexicographers at uh, Oxford Languages, who is the maker of Oxford English Dictionaries, have to choose every year a single word or phrase. In 2019, it was climate emergency. In 2018, it was toxic. On the line with us, we have Dr. Philip Lowe from the Oxford University Press of South Africa, the lead publisher uh, on dictionaries and dictionary data. Dr. Lowe, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much, Michelle, and, and thank you to your, to your listeners as well. Sure, I'm just very hungry now after that interview. <laughs> you know what? I'm also hungry, I have to tell you. It's like I'm looking at this and I'm going, this doesn't look difficult, which is amazing. <laughs> then, of course, when you try it, one's always like a, a fumbling yeah. with four hands or rather four feet and you just can't seem to get it right. Dr. Lowe, you know, as we, we mentioned, each year the Oxford Dictionary mm. chooses a single word or a phrase. Um, it was climate emergency last year. The year before it was toxic. But this has been an extraordinary year. I mean, I'm thinking of words like concede. Um, Black Lives Matter, the phrase, coronavirus, obviously, lockdown. Um, How how did you guys go about it and what did you do? Well, uh, that was the thing, you know, uh, this year has really been, uh, as we say in the report, unprecedented for us. Now, we don't mean unprecedented in human history, obviously. There have been uh, big global events like pandemics and wars before. And what you tend to find with with big global catastrophes like these is um, they have, uh, as a kind of an unintended upshot, an amazing impact on the language. Language evolution jumps forward in in a way that it doesn't in an ordinary year. Um, But this is the first time, really, that, that kind of language evolution has coincided with our use of the internet uh, through big online databases or or corpora to track the language in real time. So that's why for us, you know, since since we started tracking language in real time in this way, um, using the internet, we haven't seen a language explosion like this. So it really has been unprecedented for us. So really, um, you know, to, to try and sum up in, in one word or even one little group of words how impactful this year has been just proved to be an impossible task. So, Dr. Lowe, when you say you're tracking, are you just, do you have like an algorithm and it's just tracking how many times certain words or phrases or terms are being used? <clears throat> It's a it's a little bit more um, interventionist than that. You know, it's it's not a, it's not fully automated. What is fully automated is is the gathering of the texts on the internet, and those texts yeah. are gathered um, not just according to when they appear, but also where they come from. So we track them geographically and in terms of of uh, time. You know, and that big database that we use, or or what we call a monitor corpus, that gets updated monthly. So we can really see how the language changes right there and then. But then we do do some careful analysis of that by, uh, for example... Um, taking just the, just the texts from 2020 and then comparing them with, uh, you know, all the texts that preceded them. 
and we can even drill it down to just taking the texts from South African media and comparing those to the years that preceded them. And yeah. that, that way we can give a sense of how language um, you know, evolved, not just globally, but per region as well. I understand that uh, the word pandemic increased in its frequency dramatically. Dramatically, yes. Give us uh, some of the details on that. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, all, uh, really all the words around um, uh, COVID-19 uh, ha- have increased dramatically in the the use. Of course, COVID-19 itself is an entirely new word, but words like coronavirus, lockdown, pandemic, and social distancing have been used before. It's just that they exploded in the use this year. Um, so those are all really, from about March onwards, um, you know, when, when coronavirus really entered our, our, our collective mindset and our lived reality, um, that really dominated language use all the way through. But, of course, those weren't the only things that happened this year. You know, the year started off with uh, the big bushfires in Austra- Australia, and we thought it would just be an extension of the climate emergency that was our wor- yeah. word of the year in, in 2019. And then, of course, it's been really dramatic with uh, American politics. One forgets that at the start of the year, uh, Donald Trump was impeached. So yeah. you had impeachment and acquittal um, trending. And now, of course, it's been bookended in a way by American politics with um, uh, what you said earlier, the, the uh, you know, words like mail in and concede and so on that have started yeah. trending now. Yeah. And wedged in between alongside, um, you know, the coronavirus and all the pandemic related words, there was this um, very, very almost seminal moment in our history with Black Lives Matter, um, you know, and the positives and the negatives that went with it, you know, yeah. um, on the negative side where it's like cancel culture that yeah. really started coming to the fore. Of course, it had started with Me Too um, already, but, uh, you know, becoming even more pronounced. And then the counter-reaction and, and um, words and names like QAnon and, and other conspiracy-related words starting to trend as well. You know, what's also interesting is that there were quirky new terms which were created. Yes. I mean, there was something like COVIDiots, uh, yes. which is someone who's, who doesn't believe in COVID. COVID. Yes. Um, doom scrolling, which is the endless consumption of bad news. Um, some of those words even got into your grouping of... Yeah. of Blur's Day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Blur's Day I really enjoyed because that was my lived reality. What, what <laughs> did Blur's Day home. mean? What did Blur's Day mean? Um, so Blur's Day is really just where uh, sort of one day blurs into into the other. You know, it becomes any day, one day in the week becomes indistinguishable <laughs> from any other day in the week because, yeah. you know, you're just following the same routine every single day. Yeah. So, so, Dr. Loth, my assumption then is that when you make the selection of the word or the phrase of the year, mm. and in this case it was um, quite, a, you know, you highlighted quite a few words and phrases, mm. it's not the amount of times that the word is used, but rather no. the impact that those phrases or words are having on society. Exactly. It's it's kind of a combination of two things. Um, on the one hand, what we do with our corpus or our database is, you know, that comparison that I spoke about earlier, it gives us a, what we call a, a keyword rating. So basically, if a word um, is suddenly used a lot more this year, 
Um, it tells us how many more times it's used this year than in previous years, comparatively. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing we look at. And then the second thing we look at is, you know, uh, and that, this is where the kind of the, the manual part comes in or, or the intuitive part comes in. It's just what was the impact of that on our lived reality this year? Yeah. Um, you know, and usually... Uh, like last year with climate emergency, you see one thing really standing out, and that's why we could pick that, even though there may be other words as well that have increased in the usage in the year. But this year there were just so many words that, um, you know, that really showed the impact of these different global events on our daily lives that we couldn't pick a single one. But uh, we, we felt we had to put them all in a report and just, you know, get the message out there that this has really been a hard year, difficult year, but also an astonishing year that's unprecedented. That's Dr. Philip Lowe, Oxford University Press, South Africa, the lead publisher of Dictionaries and Dictionary Data. And as he notes, this year Oxford has, uh, and the Oxford English Dictionary, has chosen not one word but uh, dozens of terms and words uh, for the year because of the impact of the year. Black Lives Matter, Blur's Day, Coronavirus, Lockdown. Who would have thought that we would be thinking about terms like flattening the curve? or super spreader this year. Completely different for sure. 9.30, she's here, Zaikan.